Never Ending Glory Podcast. I am your host, Luke Grilly. I'm here with Jerry and Mark. And gentlemen, today we are talking week one of the NFL playoffs. Yes, that is the wild card round. And before we get into that, though, Jerry, we do have to give you a round of applause. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on the regular season win. You and Sean both went 11-5 last week, so you tied at 148-90. If, uh, if Sean hadn't changed his Carolina pick last second, then he would have gone 149-89. and But uh, sucks for him. Unfortunately, he will not be with us tonight. He's going to see Rogue One, which is a, a very valid excuse. It's a fantastic movie. But uh, congratulations. You're $20 richer. That's about, what, yeah. 20, 20 uh, diapers for Bilal? Uh, no. that <laughs> Get ready, buddy. No. Uh the thing that needs to be mentioned is how close it would have been if I had taken the whole thing if the Browns would have won. Uh, they had several <laughs> opportunities to win that game. Wow. The JV Steelers, and they didn't. Didn't pull it out. I thought that would be the you know a nice little little ribbon to tie the end of this thing up with, but it didn't happen, so moving on. First, I don't know if they actually wanted you to win then because uh, no, I don't think they did. go on the two-yard line and you run a bubble screen – Four yeah, that was back. Un- that I was think disgusting. You're pretty much telling everyone what you want. So, yeah, that's I, that. I have to say, it was rather uh, relaxing watching football and not having to worry about fantasy implications. I'm not sure how you guys felt, but I was able to kind of sit down and just enjoy the Patriots game and then enjoy Red Zone after that and not worrying about my team just crapping down the legs. Um, so, after this tumultuous fantasy season, it was good to have kind of have a break and now we can just enjoy football moving forward. But, um, like I mentioned, you know, Jerry and Sean both went 148 and 90 betting against just the picks. No spread all season, obviously. I went 144 and 94. And then, Mark, you had a late season resurgence with that 13 and 3 record last week, but couldn't break it. 139 and 99. So well, you come in it, last. I, like I've been saying, it, the playoffs, I just get ready for the playoffs. I gear up. I just gear up, baby. I mean, fortunately for, fortunately for you, all four teams here will make the playoffs. Uh, if it was any other league, then it would just be. Sean and Jerry, but um, I see what you're saying there. So we have uh, four games that we're going to talk about tonight. Obviously, with a wild card round, the first and second round are the second seed in both the AFC and NFC have buys this week. Um, so we will talk about all four games in the docket. And it's uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm not that jazzed up about the AFC side of the bracket. The NFC side should be fun to watch, but uh, over on the American Football Conference is going to be a little bit. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be one sided, I think. But um, but before we get into it, you can find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Search for Never Ending Glory Podcast. I went to the Apple Store the other day and made sure that the iPads there, one or two of them, was following Never Ending Glory. <laughs> so, uh, do the same thing if you can. Get those downloads up. The more downloads we get, the more uh, we can get paid by our sponsors, Buckeye Vodka. So, um, also, too, we just released the, the Never Ending Glory Podcast. MLB podcast just released a uh, post-hot stove Major League Baseball update. So follow them at NEGPod MLB. And then the guys did a great job of wrapping up or uh, previewing all of the major bowl games for the college football podcast. So that's NEGPod CFB. Um, But gentlemen, you guys ready to talk some playoff football? Let's get into this. Okay. So the first one's a barn burner, guys. AFC, the five-seed Oakland versus the four-seed Houston. So obviously Oakland lost last week and Kansas City won. So Kansas City is the two-seed and got the first-round bye. And Oakland will be stuck with uh, starting Connor Cook versus your boy, Jerry. The Brockett ship ship is back in business. It's like 
it, it's like the prodigal son returning. You know, this beam of white light came down when Tom Savage had to leave the game. And number 17 stepped on the field in that magical, magical spot of quarterback for the Houston Texans. Can you imagine a better matchup of mediocrity? You've got one side, Brock Osweil, the Brock gun, the Brock cannon versus <laughs> Michigan State's own Connor, Connor Cook. Cook. Let's get this yeah, thing done. The third string quarterback for the Oakland Raiders because Matt McGloin went down with a neck or shoulder injury. He got banged up pretty bad. And obviously, it was hilarious watching him try to work that thing out on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> he, it, it's, he was grimacing. He looked like a like a backyard football player. He just got beat up by like a guy five years too old. He yeah. Drilled. It's just funny looking at the quarterbacks in the ASC playoff uh, or side of the bracket. You have Connor Cook, Brock Osweiler, Matt Moore, or maybe Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger, and then you have Tom Brady and Alex Smith. And then you look at the NFC side, you know, and we'll talk about these games in a second, but Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, um, uh, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott. I mean, the AFC versus the NFC, it's so lopsided, it's crazy. But let's talk about this game. Mark, who do you got going in this game? Obviously, it's being played at Houston because they were the four seed. So who do you like to win this one? I'm going to take Oakland. I'm going to take the better team. They've been killing me all year, but I'm going to ride this horse to the playoffs. Listen, their defense ain't hurt, okay, and their offense. They ain't good line. either. Well, their defense all right. They'll get a pass rush, and we all know how your boy uh, Burris Brock, how he does with the pass rush. Not well. So he's, he's going to meet number 52, Khalil, in the backfield. We'll see how that goes. But the way I see it right now is I like Oakland's run game. Jalen Richard, nice player. I like these guys in the backfield. They can they can wear them down with Latavius Murray. They're solid in the backfield. So they, as long as they can run and get Connor Cook in high percentage passing plays, they're the better team. They should be able to win. Now, on from the Houston Texans side of the ball, there's just no consistency for me. I mean, what happens if this game starts out and, and, and Oakland's defense gets them good field position and they get a touchdown? You look at the kickers. Janikowski's having a Pro Bowl year. Excellent kicker. He's going to be able to dial in from, you probably would think, 57 and in. And that's going to be huge, especially with shit quarterbacks, you know, having that long-distance kicker. I'm going to take Oakland here. Done deal. So and, and you mentioned Latavius Murray and Jack Del Real came out and said he wasn't sure why Latavius only got five carries in week 17. So it's not probably not a good sign that the head coach is asking why his starting running back only got five carries. But I see what you're saying. I understand they have a solid running game um, between Rashard Murray and then uh, Washington. Um, so I, I like where you're going. However, I just I think that Houston's defensive strength playing at home I think the offense is good enough to especially expose uh, a less than mediocre secondary in Oakland. So I think the offense will play good enough, and the defense versus Connor Cook-led Oakland offense is going to be the difference maker in this game. So I like Houston. Sean's taking Houston as well. And, Jerry, are you going with your boy Brock? Am I not going to go with Brock? Of course I'm going with Brock. Give me a break. We were riding this ship all the way to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> All right, no, really quick. A, I, this is a one and done situation here. These they're they're going to win against Oakland. At, you know, home game. It's going to be cl- or not a home game. They're on the road. I think they're better, um, better offense than Oakland has with Connor Cook back there. And um, you know, this is 
a winnable game for them, but then they, they're not they're done after this. I mean, good, good I mean, job. technically though, technically you but, could say you are riding it to the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is in Houston, so Brock Osweiler might at least be at the Super Bowl. Maybe he might be there, um, but I'm gonna guess no. I'm gonna guess no. There's no way that's happening. So we guys, got- really quick, help help me out with this because I think you guys are just taking Houston because they're the home team. I mean, really, I understand Connor Cook starting, but in every other facet facet of the game, Oakland's better. I mean, Houston. I'm, I mean, they're they're not though. It, it, what, Houston's defense. Houston defense is far and away better than Oakland's. They have I a better secondary. Houston's they have defense. better front seven. I would say, and I think that's the difference right there. I think the difference is Houston's defense really going against Houston's inex- defense is something to like. It's you. You know for a fact that it's better than no. I know. I know. It's, they don't have the best fact, player. The best player is Khalil Mack. For a fact, it's better than Connor Cook, who's a third round rookie who's had oh, what okay. 20, 20 snaps this year. Okay, then I'll flip it on you and I'll say, what about Brock Osweiler? He's terrible. at least Brock Osweiler. I know he's terrible, but at least you've actually seen him step up in somewhat big games. He did it last year with Denver. Been, oh, I know he, he's been bad this year. He, he sucks, got benched in the playoffs. You're talking about Con- you're talking about Connor Cook, who hasn't okay, done shit in the pros. At least Brock Osweiler at least has done a little more than Connor Cook. Well, wait, let's wait here. Let's wait. You're saying he hasn't done shit, but listen, his numbers last week were not terrible. His numbers last week, if you want to look those up right now, they're not terrible. I want to say they're 17 to 24, a buck 50, a touchdown and interception. They're not terrible. Okay. Cook's numbers so, from last week. Let's hear them. Hold on. 14 to 21, something, 17 to 24. What was it? Connor Cook's stat. He went 14 to 21, 150 passing, one touchdown. One pick and one fumble loss. So two not, not, in Denver, in Denver, at Mile High Stadium, with no preparation. Okay, like those aren't terrible numbers. So I, I understand. I'm not saying Connor Cook's good, but you're you're making it sound like he is just so terrible, and that 14 of 21. Houston's got good. He's yes, he's got good, and Houston's got great quarterback, but the. the Quarterback, I can't believe I'm saying this. The quarterback play that Houston has right now is actually worse than what they had last year. It's oh, terrible. Definitely. Oh, that's, it's that's terrible. easy and, to say. But last year was last year Brian Hoyer couldn't throw Brian Hoyer was like oh for his first ten in the playoff game or something. He was terrible. So I I want you to re don't maybe not rethink this game, but let's just I don't think anyone would be surprised if Oakland won because they're the better football team. I'm not. I'm not ready to say they're the better football team. I, I think that Houston. You, you I mean part of the reason why I'm picking Houston? Yes, they're playing at home. I just think overall Houston's more talented from all facets of the game. It, all right, it's who's start, running it, back? Who's better at running back? Uh, Lamar Miller's better than than all their than their the conglomerate you, running backs. Do you, do you have do you have fans. Lamar Miller in fantasy? Not anymore. I traded him. I, I like Lamar Miller. I mean, Lamar I, Miller. I, the last eight weeks of the season was terrible. And anyone that listens to this show that does fantasy and you have Lamar Miller, you know and I know how bad he was the last eight weeks of the season. And let's call a spade a spade. He is so hurt right now. He is playing so injured, okay? Meanwhile, Oakland's got this three-headed monster running back where they're rotating these guys in. And that Rashard dude, like two weeks ago, looked like a freaking maniac. So we'll see. We'll see. I think this is another game. Where Mark needs to put a little uh, side wager on with us. You know, he already made a wonderful drawing that we need to tweet out of me over the Miami game. Beautiful, beautiful. Ben tweeted. Ben tweeted. It's been tweeted out. So, well, I, well, 
Well, Mark, so here's the thing. You're saying you're saying that that okay, Lamar Miller's banged up. I get that. He's had two weeks off essentially resting that bad ankle. Alfred Blue's come in and been solid. Okay. But last week Oh Devontae my Booker, god, Alfred Blue's solid. Last week, last week Devontae Booker absolutely slaughtered the Oakland defense in a must in must win game for Oakland. So I'm not I am not saying that Lamar Miller is an all world talent, but he's good enough to carry the Oakland or the Houston Texans football team over a bad Oakland team. Nah, dude, that, that, that first of all, that game in Denver should just be thrown out because you're saying it's a must win for Oakland. That was an absolute. That I should be, nice but play, so it should it should be thrown out for their defense, but it shouldn't be thrown out for Connor Cook. No, I'm right? saying it should be thrown. Well, I'll I'll say this. It's you're right on that, but in the grand scheme of things. Okay, Connor Cook was the only dude that was really going in there and just playing for the grand for for the whole sense of it. I mean, the whole rest of the team had to deal with the injuries that were happening. They're playing in mile high. It's freaking what's his name's last game, Kubiak's last game. The Denver fans, I mean, the Denver players all knew it. Okay, they went out there and busted their ass. They're a Super Bowl team from last year. They're still got talent. Okay, that's the last game that I'm worried about. I'm talking about who's the overall better team this season. I mean, right. how many games did Oakland lose on the road this year? Two, okay. one, Oakland, one. Oakland you or Houston. Win. You got to win one game, Mark. One game in Houston. We think it's we think it's Houston at home against Oakland. We'll see what happens next week. This is why we have a podcast. We can continue to argue this, um, but we're going to move on because otherwise. Mark and I could argue for uh, you guys hours. Argue about, over who's betting me? Who's betting me this game? I'll bet you. You already owe me. You, I've already won two bets. So I'm going to make it an even three, and we'll figure out a bet. I'll tweet it out. But I am betting. Don't tell you. me I owe you every time we make a bet. <laughs> I'm, gonna remi- I'm just going to remind you payable. that I've beaten it's you in payable. everything football related this year. I mean, I've here's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the Oriole. I'm going to buy six wings. <laughs> I'm going to freeze wrap them, and I'm going to ship them to you and say bet pay. And we're going to call bet, it a they day. They better be medium, and they better be extra crispy. All right. Uh, next game in the AFC, we have Miami, who is a six seed at Pittsburgh, the three seed. This game is just going to be uh, slaughter, I think, by Pittsburgh. And I'm waiting for Mark to tell me why I'm wrong this time. So let's hear it. Pittsburgh's going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I, I 100% believe that. I know you don't want to hear that being from New England. But I, I, these AFC North teams, they are unbelievable in how physical they play in the trenches. And I know that they got defensive line issues. They, they'll get it right. Mike Tomlin knows what he's doing, getting them motivated. This is one stepping stone. It might be a relatively close game just because they're getting back into a rhythm. Uh, I mean, 10 points in a playoff game is tough, but if it's 31-21 Steelers, everyone's like, yeah, no duh, absolutely. I'll take the Steelers all the way. Jerry, what are your thoughts? I'm taking Pittsburgh, and I think we're pretty certain that it's going to be a AFC championship with the Steelers and the um, Patriots. I don't know if they, I don't know if they can beat New England in New England. So I'm going to actually disagree with Mark on that point. But I think Pittsburgh is very dangerous. Their offense is clicking at a very high rate. Their defense is coming along. Like you said, there's some D line issues, but they're they're going to get them right. And when they're they got the pass rush going, they are unbelievably hard to stop. Matt Moore is going to get his lunch handed to him on a silver platter early. I think this one's bad. Thirteen points at least. Yeah, it's ugly. I you know, and it sounds like the Dolphins are going to try to rush back Ryan Tannehill, but I don't see any way that he plays this game. No, Sean's going with Pittsburgh. I'm going with Pittsburgh. Uh, Mark, to your point about the 
Steelers win the Super Bowl. I, I actually could honestly I could see that happening. I could see them. I think the Patriots have a much better shot at going to the Super Bowl from the AFC just because Big Ben really has struggled on the road this year. Um, and obviously, with the Patriots getting the one seed, the road to the Super Bowl will go through Foxborough if the Pats make it to the AFC championship. Uh, so that's my only one concern with Pittsburgh. But obviously, that offense with Le'Veon Bell, um, Eli Rogers stepping up, obviously Antonio Brown's fantastic. The defense is playing better, much better than they did earlier in the season. I'm I'm, actually, I'm I'm definitely petrified of Pittsburgh this year, um, but I, I do feel much better about them potentially knock on wood having to come into Foxborough. But I, I see no way that they lose this game, and it'll be hard for them to lose next week as well, just because uh, they're they would likely if they win they would like they would have to play um, the Chiefs because the Chiefs would have to play the yeah, highest. Yeah, and that's gonna be a heck of a game. Yeah, I agree. In in Kansas City. Um, and again, if the Patriots had to go to Kansas City, I'd be scared of the Patriots of the the Chiefs there too. But uh, the Patriots yeah. play at home; it's it's, it's going to be tough. I think for anybody in the AFC, again, I have to knock on wood here. It's going to be tough for anybody to beat the Patriots at home. That's the main reason why they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. They blew it. They didn't get the home field advantage, um, and then obviously they had to travel to Denver, and they got their their. Their asses handed to them by that. But haven't day. we seen them lose at home? I mean, I feel like the Jets we did, we did, yeah. Home. I it feel like that. the Ravens have beat them. These physical football teams beat them. Yeah, but it's it's you know what? I don't see. I'm not ready to call this. Those those football teams are far more ground and pound. I think that the Steelers are far more – they're more big play flashy type teams. I mean, obviously Le'Veon Bell's fantastic, but he's not that dirty in between the run, the tackles runner that, you know, Ray Rice was back in the day or um, when the uh, the Jets – who were the, was their running back back then? Like Chris Ivory or something like that who absolutely dominated. No, the dude from Iowa. The oh, dude, um, yeah, um, uh, Thomas Jones. Thomas Jones. No, 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 no. Thomas Jones went to Virginia. Sean Green. It, Sean Green. Okay, I'm Sean sorry. Green. Sean yeah. Green. Yeah. Those, those, those tough physical runners. I don't think Pittsburgh is that team. But again, it, either either way, it's going to be a hell of a game if they make it that far. So we'll see how that goes. But this week, yeah, I mean Miami. They're they're one of those teams that they they won just enough games to get in. But you're really I, I have. If I were a Pittsburgh fan, I would have absolutely no fear of Miami coming into Pittsburgh and even coming close. It's a two-score two game, at least, like you said, Jerry, 13, 14 points maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure the line is there, but i definitely go with Pittsburgh. Miami beat them early on in the year. Yeah. They did. They did. In but Miami, right? Kind of hell. Yeah, it was in Miami. But they ran the ball Miami. over them. Ajayi, I think. That was his first 200-yard game. Yeah. Yeah, he, boy, yeah that was the issue. So. Yeah, he was on my bench that day. <laughs> so moving on to the NFC side of the playoff bracket, uh, Detroit losing to Green Bay on Sunday night caused Detroit to slide all the way down from the four seed to the six seed, and they will be traveling to Seattle where nobody wants to go in January or really ever um, to play the Seattle Seahawks, who are starting to come around. Obviously, they're really going to miss Tyler Lockett. That offense really hasn't found its groove yet, I don't think, and they're also going to miss Earl Thomas big time, or they have been missing him. So Legion of Boom isn't what it once was. I mean, they just allowed like 20-something points to the 49ers this week. But I still like Seattle in this game. This is, the NFC, again, I said it's far more competitive than the AFC. The two games we're going to talk about, you know, I'm going to pick the the home team in both games, but I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit can come in and do something here. However, I'm going to take the safe play here and go with Seattle. Sean's going with Seattle as well. Mark, who are you thinking here? I would love to take Detroit, but they just don't have it in them to win a big game. If you can't beat Green Bay at home, mm-hmm. 
to win the division, then you're just not really cut out for this. I mean, they have a good football team, too. Defensively, they're solid. And offensively, they can move the ball. Seattle is not great. You know, like, Seattle's been so choppy this year. Seattle's that team that was almost like Arizona at the beginning of the year where you're like, oh, they're going to get going. They're going to get going. They're going to get going. But they lost to Arizona at home. They barely snuck by the the 49ers, who were terrible. Okay? So – it's like, God, give me something, Seattle. But they don't really have anything to give. Their offensive line is terrible. Yeah, and to it, that point, Mark, think... I was going to say, the, you took the, the point I was going to make about the offensive line. I'm worried about the pass rush of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, for, I think Seattle wins. But I, I'm worried about that pass rush getting to uh, to Russ. I think Ziggy Ansah can get around the end. I think they got a good f- push up the front. But I just don't think they got the back end to cover uh, Jimmy Graham and to take care of guys like Lockett deep. Um, well, but Lockett's it, got a broken leg, so don't worry about that. Ricardo Lockett has a broken leg, so he's definitely not going to be playing in this Ricardo game. Lockett's, <laughs> no. well, R- Ricardo Lockett's uh, retired with a broken neck. Tyler Lockett's got a broken Tyler leg. Tyler Lockett. Dude, I'm on about four hours of sleep. Four hours of sleep this week, so uh, let's, let's, let's get focused here. Seattle wins. Okay, so I think you meant Doug Baldwin. <laughs> Doug Baldwin. And, uh, Kurtz. There we go. Jesus, um, but, he, I but, think he met Paul Richardson. <laughs> Paul, yeah, Paul Richardson actually he, had a good game last he week. He is but, their deep threat. He is, but I, the, the one thing is this Seattle offense does not have an identity. You know, when they no. went on this bull run, it was Marshawn Lynch, and then they ran that little, um, you know, the little tomfoolery with the zone read with uh, Russ Wilson. And then last year, it was Thomas Rawls who stepped up for Marshawn Lynch after he got hurt. But as you guys mentioned, that offensive line sucks. Rawls hasn't been able to stay on the field or has not been that um, – he hasn't been that dominant. I mean, he hasn't really even been good this year. And, you know, last week, Alex Collins played a ton. Uh, I'm really not sure what this offense is all about. And, you know, some games you'll see Jimmy Graham absolutely dominate, and then he's a non-factor. Uh, now they're relying on guys like, like obviously not Ricardo Lockett or Tyler Lockett, but Jermaine Curse, Paul Richardson to make big plays. And the only real consistent player is Doug Baldwin, but he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. I mean, no. he's going to play well. He'll help you get there, but he's not that dominant force that they need, and that's what they had. So that's my one concern with this team, and – Again, if if, if if Seattle wouldn't have such a great home field advantage with that crowd, yeah, you know, I, I would want to say Detroit. But like you said, Mark, they can't win a big game. If you can't win it at home for the North title, then you're not going to win in Seattle. It just isn't going to happen. Yeah, that's it. But it, you know what? I feel like the more we talk about this game, the more it sounds like when we break it down from an X's and O's standpoint that it's like Detroit could win. If that pass rush gets going early – Seattle's going to have to do something to kick a tight end in, or they're going to have or chip constantly chip with the running back. I mean, they could do some big time things to to make this game close. I mean, the spread's at eight, right? And chip and, with uh, with Wilson, the other Wilson, Luke, Luke Wilson, yeah, Luke Wilson, yeah. You're exactly right. He's been playing a lot more. If you notice, guys, he yeah. got that touchdown. They've been playing two tight end sets because the the freaking offensive line yeah. is so bad. Yeah. Well, and there's there's talk that CJ Procise might be able to play this week, and he was a spark that that team needed before he broke his shoulder. But I would be shocked. I mean, that, that's a broken shoulder. Moncrief is out six weeks. I think this would be about five weeks for no Procise. 
So I, I don't see him playing this week. But, you know, Pete Carroll saying he had a scan and, and, and some things could happen. So I think that's just him kind of playing coy and just trying to uh, talk up proceeds to make, you know, Jim Caldwell have some sort of reaction. But, uh, you know, obviously you don't have to game plan for him. Um, so we are all on Seattle this week. And then this game, guys, this is, I think, the marquee game that we're all really going to have our eyes on. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm absolutely torn on it. Giants, the five seed, at Green Bay, the four seed. This feels like one of those years that the Giants just sneak up on everybody and win the Super Bowl. And they'll probably be against the Patriots because, you know, just welcome to Eli Manning's life. But Green Bay's been playing so good the past, the second half of the season, that, Mark, do you see any way that New York could knock off Green Bay in Lambeau? Man, I don't know, because obviously... You know, Odell Beckham Jr. is a nightmare matchup for them. Still Sterling Shepard getting across the middle. Um, uh, I I can't pick the Giants because Tom Coughlin's not their coach. I don't know if they have the toughness and the coaching staff to get him going like they usually do. And then Eli Manning, I still want to see a little bit more consistency out of him. I don't think anyone would be surprised if he went there and lit it up. Uh, by no means because he's an excellent playoff quarterback. But Eli's always been good in the playoffs when they've established a run game with mm-hmm. Bradshaw and Jacobs. They don't have that run game this year. So that's that's where I get a little eh, about them, you know, going to Lambeau. Are they going to be able to deal with the cold with without like an ex, like a strong running game? No, no, I'll take the Packers. It's that run game and the, and the head coaching that does it for me. Well, also the big the big difference, Mark, is is remember those Super Bowl teams had that amazing pass rush. The first year was Strahan uh, they, and even Kiwanuka, York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And now this year, this year the defensive strength is the complete opposite. They have the dominant secondary. They have you know Janoris Jenkins who should play this week, uh, Eli Apple the rookie, and then um, Collins the the safety. You know this secondary is fantastic. So. Which kind of plays to the strength of, you know, Green Bay's strengths. The Green Bay's wide receivers have been, you know, fantastic this year. Uh, Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb. Who knows what the hell's going on with him? But so this, I think, is an interesting matchup, and it's going to be far more high scoring, I think, than we expect it to be because both teams are going to chuck it because neither team really has a run game. Um, maybe an X factor like Ty Montgomery is the difference here, and and I think something like that is the reason why I'm also going to go with Green Bay. But I'm, I really would not be shocked if the Giants won this game. And it, it's going to be very close. It's going to be a very exciting one to watch. I'm hoping it's going to be one of those instant classics because after watching the AFC games, we're probably going to need something like that. But, Jerry, we something leaked today about the Giants wide receivers. And oh, yeah. maybe that has you picking Green Bay over them. Um, I liked Green Bay before this, but this just kind of confirms something Mark had just brought up about the head coach. Do you, th- do you see Tom Coughlin allowing, um, you know, I mean, Plexo Burst had shoot himself, but allowing the wide receivers on his squad <laughs> to go be go be partying in Miami with Justin Bieber, Johnny Menzel, uh, and possibly on that weed game. Possibly. You know, there was a yeah. photo. There was a photo out there, and somebody did have a little brown, like, papery cigar, cigarette. I couldn't tell what it was. You know, I'm not keen to these things. I think, but- I think it must have been a uh- – I think it was a black and mild. I think it was a clove cigarette. It was a clove cigarette. I think they were at the Alicia Keys concert. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think the toughness that the Giants had when they made their runs before is there this year. Uh, like Mark said, the, the key to that those teams was the, the front seven. The pass rush was unbelievable. They could get there with four. They get there with three. 
and they don't have that this year. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul is not coming back unless there's some magical thing that happens to him in the hospital. But, I mean, they're good on the back end, which is going to keep them in the game, and it's going to be a tight one. But I, I could also see this thing going, you know, 42-35. Um, could be a shootout. It just also depends what kind of weather we're going to get in Lambeau. Interesting game. It's probably the best game of, out of all the ones on the docket. And I hate being the, you know, acting like the stodgy old guy media that, oh, they're smoking marijuana cigarettes. But it's, Allegedly. what are you doing? Allegedly. But what are you doing? That's stupid. Like, don't don't get your picture taken. Even if you have a bong, or you have a little blunt. I mean, it's just dumb. And, and I don't think that's the difference in the game. But like you said, it's the mentality. You know, it, yep. it's business as usual. I understand Guys, that. Guys, here's the issue. Game. Let's just call this out. Okay. They're, you're starting the playoffs. Think you're a head coach of a football team. Okay. You're starting the playoffs. And you got guys on your team flying to Miami to party to come back home, and you think you're getting 100% out of them. You're about to go to Lambeau. I mean, yeah, they're not locked uh, in. You're not the if you're the head coach of this team. Are if if you're the head coach of this team, are you are you kidding me? Are you telling me these players are are 100% all in? I mean, that's really where this is rooted at for me. I mean, this is just appalling it's a distraction it's if i'm the head coach i'm pissed i'm pissed at every one of these guys you you work all season for this and then these guys are going to go pull this they could do this in a week if they lose they could do this in two weeks if they lose right why why now it's it's appalling it's a it should be a way bigger story than what it is if you ask me and uh, it tells me a lot about the mental mindset of the team the that's it for me. Done deal. I think it's more to do with what Mark so, just said, the mental, you know, the mental mindset, the mental capacity, the mental toughness and the focus than it has anything to do with what they're actually doing. It is, right. you know, it is what it is. But if I'm so the really coach, quick, guys, if I'm that coach, Mark, you're exactly right. I am pissed. Yeah, and let's and let's call a spade a spade. I'm reading the article now and it was posted by Victor Cruz on his Instagram. Yeah, nice okay, the one Victor. of all them on the front of the boat. <laughs> Guess what? He deleted it and his account since so now you're you're pretty much telling everyone that it's a it's a big deal to the people that that saw it yeah all right because if it wasn't you wouldn't delete it right right and and that's just you know we we can't comprehend that mindset and i guess it's it's a little frustrating coming from victor cruz because he was there during the coughlin era and he won a super bowl under coughlin so you think he'd be one of those leaders in the clubhouse but instead, the young guys, you know, the Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham, seems like they're the ones kind of running the roost when really they I mean, they didn't keep Victor Cruz around because they need him. He's been less than mediocre this year, and I think they kept around for that veteran leadership, and hey, he's the one posting it. I mean, it's it's too bad, but, you know, and again, that's why I wouldn't be shocked if, if Green Bay came out of this one unscathed and, and move on to the next round of the playoffs. I mean, so. he called his shot a while ago, and, and he cannot get enough – respect Aaron Rodgers is is unbelievable this year you know yeah you tell me if they're locked in what yeah. do you think Burst? you think the Packers are locked in? oh laser focused dude laser well there's also not a lot to do in Green Bay so you might as well be laser focused in yeah, there's not a lot to do in there's not a lot to do in Cleveland but they find their way into things. <laughs> so. so we are all on Green Bay uh, and unfortunately I know it's not uh, the best radio fodder podcast fodder but there is only one game that we disagree on and that is Mark going with Oakland over Houston this week uh, but as the as the playoff matchups get a little bit tighter I think that we'll see a lot more dissension between the ranks of the never ending glory podcast. And again, you know, we, we have a fresh $20 bill on this, so 
Uh, hopefully, Mark and I can recoup that 20 that we lost during the regular season. Um, hopefully. And, I just and, eliminated that from my dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, do you have any more final thoughts on the first round of the NFL playoffs? Yeah, I do. If the Seattle Seahawks could have Steve, if they could have Steve Largent play with them, too, along with Ricardo Lockett, they'd be very good. So if he could come back from retirement. <laughs> that was the receiver I was trying to think of. Sorry, I was so confused. Oh, okay. Um, I, I I agree with that, absolutely. <laughs> I will say this. I think it's kind of funny. We generally do the uh, the Turd Nugget Supreme, and I'd say that if we had to talk about a Turd Nugget, it would be Oakland at Houston. And that happened to be uh, the game that we spent probably half this podcast on. So That's a tough game to pick, though, guys. I mean, it is. Uh, it, that, that's probably other, the toughest, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these other ones pretty much you – you're not surprised if most of the team wins. And I think we talked about some good stuff for people to think about in terms of the Detroit pass rush, you know, certain parts of the game for certain teams that think we think can step up to get them wins in the playoffs. Right. Well, gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the first round of the playoffs and to everybody out there, you know, send us who you think is going to win in the wild card round. If you think that we're spot on with our picks, let us know if you think they were crazy again, let us know on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe, like, tell all your friends. And uh, just to give you guys a head up, we are currently working on our early 2017 fantasy football rankings. So uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we'll be sure to release those somehow, some way, whether it's on a podcast or in a blog post. I'm not sure yet. But uh, we are going to make sure that you guys are ready for your 2017 fantasy football drafts because the off season is where you put all the work in, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Jerry, Mark, enjoy the week. Enjoy the playoff football. And we will be back next week to talk uh, divisional rounds as uh, we get to see my, my New England Patriots finally play. So that'll be fantastic. So, gentlemen, good luck. Have a good weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Jerry, how many, Jerry, how many yards is Antonio Brown going to have? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I have enough fingers to count. Uh, it's going to be a lot. I'm going to say 150 at least. I'm going to say 180. 180. Luke? Right. Wow. Antonio There's the Brown bet. Yards? There's the bet. I'll say 125. He's going to light it up. All right, we're out. All right, see you guys. Later. <laughs>